I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. Welcome back to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. It's great to be with you today. I am Boyd Matheson. Some final thoughts as we roll through the day. And obviously, the economy is on everybody's mind. And as we look at what happens and what comes next, who do you bet on? And if I were going to place a bet on what's going to move the country forward, what's going to change the dynamic when it comes to the economy, uh, I'm going to bet the ranch on American entrepreneurs because that's really at the center of who we are. And it's an interesting thing. It's one I've studied a, a lot over the last several decades. And I want to share just a couple of thoughts looking back at that in terms of getting perspective of where we are and what lies ahead for our entrepreneurs. We were really thrilled to have joining us on the program today, uh, Sydney Shorter, who is the president and CEO of the Utah Black Chamber of Commerce, uh, a growing organization representing over 500 small or 400 small businesses uh, and really doing some great innovative things that I think are so important. Uh, entrepreneurs, I believe, drive freedom and democracy. And often going back to the very beginning of the country, we often talk about the founders of the country as great, wise and noble souls, which, of course, they were uh, inspired in so many ways. But at their core, at their very core. The founders were a bunch of entrepreneurs and business owners who just happened to be tired of being overtaxed and overregulated by a big government in a faraway land. I know that sounds very familiar to a lot of you in terms of where we are today, but that's what they were. They wanted to run their businesses. They wanted to have that ability to make choices and to grow and produce things and to reap the benefits of what they achieve and to be able to pass that on to their kids and to employ others and to build communities. And so entrepreneurship really is at our core. And really interesting, if you go back, I think uh, most of you know, I I spend a lot of time looking at uh, State of the Union addresses. Most of them, of course, are unremarkable. Some are even unlistenable. Uh, But there are some great lines in some of those. And I don't often quote President Barack Obama, but he got it right. Uh, back uh, several years ago, and uh, I think it was his second to last uh, State of the Union address. And he said that the future of our economy relies on the imagination of our entrepreneurs. I love that. Uh, I think that 12-word sentence in President Obama's speech uh, wasn't about politics. It was about business. Your business, our business, And I really do believe that the future belongs to those who understand this idea of entrepreneurial interdependence. And I'm going to explain that. Uh, It's interesting that we've sort of gone through phases of entrepreneurship in this country. So let's do just a a very quick history lesson when it comes to entrepreneurship. Uh, And again, I think that we miss the boat in much of our foreign policy Because we go around the world and we try to prop up these little democracies. And often we do that by dumping in money 
And so we prop them up, and they do okay for a little while, and then they slowly kind of work their way back away from it. Uh, And often it's because they don't have the systems and the structures in place that will support entrepreneurs. Entrepreneurs drive freedom and democracy. And I think our foreign policy would be so much better if we helped these governments around the world. If we are going to put in aid, if we are going to put in assistance, it should be to make sure that they have an infrastructure in place that supports entrepreneurship and small business. And so let's go through the history lesson. Um, in uh, If you look back over time, uh, in the beginning, it really was a war for entrepreneurial independence. Uh, the central figures included Washington and Hamilton and Madison. Uh, Madison, I believe, was America's first millionaire. Uh, or Actually, Benjamin Franklin was the first millionaire. I take that back. Uh, those founding fathers uh, were opposed to the entrepreneurial dependent loyalists who supported the, the British monarchy. And, of course, that all played out uh, over the course of that fight for entrepreneurial independence. Uh, really uh, spawned a, a golden age that, that lasted about 90 years, by the way. Uh, millions of immigrants landed in America. Many came through Ellis Island. Um, these were amazing entrepreneurs. Max Factor, Charles Atlas, all of those uh, came through. Uh, but then something really uh, awful happened when it came to our entrepreneurship. Uh, it happened a little bit after World War II. Uh, many American entrepreneurs decided to, to trade their independence by selling their souls out to the, the big corporations. And for the next almost 50 years, the, the myth of job security prevailed and was a driving factor. Uh, I often refer to these as the dark ages of entrepreneurship. Uh, it's sort of a, an age of entrepreneurial dependence, uh, which led to a lot of a lot of bad things in the economy and into business. You had Enron, WorldCom, uh, a host of those that were just horrible examples, um, and they often ended up on the scandal sheet of the paper. So the the avalanche of those corporate scandals uh, rocked the markets. They skyrocketed the national debt. They diminished the net worth of of millions of Americans. Uh, and not just the the wealthy and the well-connected. It impacted so many hardworking Americans uh, in the middle of the economic ladder. And so while there was this downswing during this entrepreneurial dependence, uh, I I think there's a a shift that's beginning to happen, and we've really entered this new era of entrepreneurial interdependence. And the interdependence, uh, is is where we are. It's it's different than dependence and even independence. Interdependence is that state uh, of having that mutual responsibility, sharing a common set of principles uh, as you deal with that. And so I think as we look at where we are, uh, to me, the, the future will always belong uh, to that vision of the American entrepreneur. And I think around the world, freedom will be dependent on people being able to pursue that same dream. I actually believe one of the things that has frightened, maybe one of the only things that has frightened Vladimir Putin has been the success that was taking place in Ukraine. Now, Ukraine was not perfect by any means before Russia invaded, but they were on a path 
they were getting structure, and yes, there was still corruption and there were still problems as there is in any nation, but they had upward mobility and they had an infrastructure that would support entrepreneurs. And Vladimir Putin fears that greatly because when those in Ukraine who have family in Russia are talking about their economic success and upward mobility and that they've started a business and now they're employing others and they're enjoying the fruits of their labors and they get to keep it for themselves. And that starts getting passed around inside of Russia. That's bad news for Vladimir Putin. I, I really believe in the, uh, the quote from William James. He said, the community stagnates without the impulse of the individual. The impulse dies away without the sympathy of the community. And often that's what entrepreneurs do. They connect us in our community. Uh, they empower people to experience their own version of the American dream. And so, yes, I think President Barack Obama got it right. The future of our economy relies on the imagination of our entrepreneurs. And we need to make sure that we have the right regulatory regime in place to keep government out of the way so that the entrepreneurs can continue to drive freedom, upward mobility, and opportunity for everyone. And that's going to wrap it up for us today here on Inside Sources on KSL News Radio. I'm Boyd Matheson. Thanks so much for joining us today. And as always, as you go out into the world, make sure you see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something that'll make a difference. KSL FM Midvale. KSL Salt Lake City. Listen on any smart speaker and in your car at 102.7 FM. KSL News Radio, Utah's all day companion for news. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.